0: This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello everyone, welcome to a new week here at Dear Hallmark. Cheers to you, whenever, wherever you're listening to this. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. My name is Dara and you have just entered a space where we talk about all things Hallmark Channel movies, TV shows, and stuff. You guys, we're talking about just one kiss today, but before we get into that, how was your weekend? We had a twofer this weekend, one from Hallmark Channel and one from Hallmark Movies and Mysteries that we're going to be talking about later this week, which is exciting. And we have another twofer coming up this weekend as well with a royal runaway romance and curious caterer dying for chocolate starring Nikki Deloche and cousin Andrew Walker. But how are you doing? How are you feeling? Did we get outside? Is it still cold where you are? Did we drink our water? Did we mind our business? So I have no Hallmark News to report as of today. So let's just get right into our review of Just One Kiss. Just One Kiss stars Krista Rodriguez and Santino Fontana as Mia and Tony respectively here's a little bit about the premise they are both quote-unquote unlucky in love and their mothers Kind of do some matchmaking magic behind the scenes to put them together through quote unquote chance encounters and with them beginning to know each other and also end up living in the same building across the hall from one another. They begin to forge a friendship, which in turn turns into something more. Which is beautiful to see, might I add. This movie was funny. It was dynamic. It was dynamite. It was delectable. It was delicious. Kudos to the chef. My compliments to the chef. Because this movie was absolutely delicious. On all cylinders, cinematography, writing, directing, acting wardrobe every themes dialogue everything was giving old hollywood broadway extraordinaire and i felt like i was wearing a fur coat with like silk velvet or velvet gloves black to be exact up to my elbows with diamonds draped over top and then i had sunglasses on With some heels, and I was walking, saying, "Thank you, darling, for inviting me to the supper club." That's how I felt by the end of this movie. That's why I'm talking like this, like it—it was so good, y'all. It was so good, it was so good. So let's break down some scenes within this movie. The first thing, let's first things first: the mother's not being alive. I didn't realize from like first watch at the movie theater I got an inkling of it when they were outside and they did the whole cat situation and I was DMing someone throughout watching the movie who's and she said her husband was saying that they were dead and I was like I you know what that makes sense and then it was confirmed for me I knew it when Mia went to look at the apartment that she ended up moving into I was like oh yeah for sure she the mothers aren't alive which was I think a really cool twist um, to the entire movie I, I enjoyed that aspect of it um, Mia and Tony's relationship they had they worked so well together Tony is a crooner a singer at a supper club and Mia is a professor of romantic literature at a university and it it was just it was just so great and (laughs) they were perfect for each other first of all because they sung their they performed their hearts or like spoke their heart through their profession so for tony if he was feeling sad he sung about it for mia if she was feeling sad she lectured about it through the different um pieces of literature that she would assign and that she would have the students recollect and draw from and giving her answers to certain questions. So this movie was incredibly funny. Um, There were some special moments I loved when they were on the rooftop eating cheesecake. First, I'm gonna need people to actually eat the cheesecake and not just fumble around with it. You don't mess with New York cheesecake. You eat that thing like you ain't gonna live tomorrow. You... You you don't f- just fork around with it and just push it around in the to-go plate thing. Like I'm a am can I have the cheesecake if you're not gonna eat it? That's that's my thing. <laughs> can I have some please? I haven't had cheesecake in so long. <laughs> but that scene was incredibly endearing and even the like recalling back to the rooftop where they have their their first kiss and it seemed like she kissed him. She's like, listen, you're going to kiss me, dang it. And she just grabbed him and went in for the kill. <laughs> I also loved um, that scene where she had Tony watch her daughter with his niece while she went to her best friend's art show. Speaking of best friend, our best friend in this is our work husband from Wedding Veil Legacy. This is the third movie we've He's been in one movie a month and I, I ain't mad. I am not mad at all he was in Wedding Weddingvale Legacy he was in Welcome to Mamas and now we have him in this movie and I love it and we um oh that's an always amore never mind but um I really I love him as an actor he is so good he really embodies every character that he portrays I just love him as an actor he does such a phenomenal job such a phenomenal job um, Now, let's get into the dynamic between Mia and her ex-husband or estranged husband. Because that was a little point of contention for me. She wasn't fully divorced. Because we see in the movie that she is looking at the divorce papers and then she ends up finally signing them. So she's never actually divorced. She's just separated. But she's still pursuing a relationship with someone else while she's separated. That's something that I just don't. That doesn't sit well with me. I just wish that they were just clean cut divorced and it could be the, her, her ex-husband trying to get back into their life because he's clean, you know. But the actor who plays her estranged husband is from A Honeymoon to Remember, which is an Up TV movie that I reviewed on YouTube. By the way, I'm still planning to review Wedding Fix trust and believe i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna do it i am going to do it that one stars andrea brooks which is why i want to do it um that i just i just yeah that part the ex-husband dynamic however he played the mess out of that part let's be clear he gave, he brought 100%, he brought his A and A-plus game to that role. So much so you wanted to smack him by the end. Which, by the way, when I was debriefing with my mom, she said, <laughs> she said, when he came to the table, because there was this scene where we finally get to see Tony and him have a moment together and... He sits down at the table in Mia's apartment. Tony brought Mia breakfast. He brought her cannolis and coffee. And she went to the room to go do something else, which left Tony and her estranged husband in the room together alone. And you could tell she was like, oh, shoot. Well, I'm going to hurry up and be right back. So while she's gone, um, ex-husband decides to take it upon himself to, you know, want to threaten him and do all this other stuff. Going to have the nerve to take a bite of the cannoli leave it on the plate take the coffee that tony brought her and leave i'm just thinking what in the world (laughs) and my mom said oh when he did that i wanted to smack him i said yes mom yes mom he played that part so well yo the casting was perfection literally they were firing on all cylinders i'm just wondering why the heck it took so long Why the heck did it take so long? We are in four months, and now we finally got our our first good movie. Now, that leads me into something else that is... It leaves me uncomfortable, though, you guys. And this is me being transparent in terms of where I am with Hallmark. So, I... While I'm new to the review Hallmark game, I'm not new to the Hallmark universe in general. I... Started off watching Hallmark Christmas movies and then, you know, and I would watch them on Amazon Prime as one-offs, not really paying attention or sticking with, like, the names of actors, the names of people. I just knew that, okay, it's a Hallmark movie. I'm just going to watch it because I need a moment of escape. And there was something comforting and endearing and and it, it gave me a hug, yeah? This movie, as incredibly new and just so other (laughs) that we've seen i feel like it's still missing that comfort nostalgic escape escape quality that i go to hallmark for if that makes sense for instance there were some references in this movie they're referencing lady gaga and ryan reynolds i'm like wait no 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 no. too realistic (laughs) too realistic another another um issue the ex husband he had some bouts of with alcoholism i'm like yo i ain't trying to like i there's enough sad stuff going on in the world i don't I don't need to be dealing with alcoholism and you know what I will say though i I really appreciated that on the the guy side with um with Tony Romano. Him being a Supper Club singer and dealing with the insecurity of that. He felt like he wasn't doing enough just because he was a singer. And so throughout the movie, you see Mia affirming him in that. Like, you're doing what you've been called to do. You're doing what you're destined to do. Own it. Live in it. I appreciated that aspect. But getting back to the new Hallmark, there's just still a nostalgic quality a comforting quality that to me seems to be missing that I'm I hope that they don't abandon completely Um, and this is coming from me I was watching Once Upon a Prince uh, last week and I didn't finish it but I'm like yo this I forgot how cute that movie was it stars Jonathan Kelts as our prince he's one of my favorite princes um I yeah that's the only thing with this new era of Hallmark that we're being ushered into which is what I feel like this movie did I feel like this movie was the introduction into the new Hallmark that we're going to be seeing from now on and I don't know especially because they're also getting rid of all of the shows that we've known and loved so we, there, there really is no remnants of the old Hallmark save for When Calls the Heart which I don't know how long that's going to be on you know, who knows how long that's going to be on. So I just it's a lot for me to deal with <laughs> as a viewer, as someone who's incredibly passionate about the Hallmark brand and vision and how, how how I see so much potential in them as a network and what they can do with the, the niche that they've, that they've carved out for themselves. I just find it it can be jarring. You know, it can just be jarring, um, and it it was a bit jarring for me, and again, I just hope that there is some type of nostalgic, heartwarming quality to it, feel-goody, cutesy, predictable, cheesy quality to it, so that's kind of where I am with Just One Kiss, um, let me know what you thought about this movie and what, how you're feeling about this new Hallmark era that we're being ushered into. Um, I think I've I don't know if I've mentioned this in last week's episode, but we also got news that there's that that they've started filming a Hallmark Mahogany movie, which I'm incredibly excited about. But guess what, y'all? That also takes place in Italy. <laughs> Can I mention, too, they also had an Italian theme in this movie because Tony Romano was Italian? Somebody is Italian over at the Hallmark Channel, and they want us to know that Italians are here to stay. And I'm just saying, okay, can I have nona adopt me? Which we're definitely going to talk about more in Always Amore. So... Yeah, you guys let me know how you felt about this movie. And you can do that through leaving me voicemail. There's a link in the show notes that will take you to a page where you're able to leave sixty seconds worth of your thoughts. And I'll be able to play it here on the podcast. And you can also let me know through Instagram, follow Dear Hallmark on Instagram, or let me know under the video that I recorded for this on the YouTube channel. Um With the podcast, I tend to go more in-depth with my reviews because of the medium of it being a podcast. You know, I don't want the videos on YouTube to be too long. And um, I do tend to get a little more theatric in my YouTube videos because of my YouTube videos tend to get more of my first impression reactions from it. Um, And then the podcast, I'm able to have some time to sit with it more, which is why you'll get a more in-depth analysis of what I feel about the movie. So... Be sure to check out the YouTube video version of this review for Just One Kiss as well. And subscribe if you haven't already. Um, yeah, y'all. And in other news, I am going to be at Rama Drama happening June 24th to the 26th at West Palm Beach. I'm going to be vending. I'm going to be selling my books, Chasing Wind. And I'm also going to bring a couple of copies of my first book that I published that I have uh, for you guys to enjoy. It is a collection of short stories and poems that I wrote at a very pivotal point in my life in 2019 that I hope you guys will enjoy and that it'll intrigue you and it'll it'll provide a little pocket of escape for when you need a moment to breathe that was my intention for that book so well you guys thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Dear Hallmark podcast I look forward to talking with you guys tomorrow when we get into episodes three and four of season five of Chesapeake Shores. Ciao, my friends.